loves, welcome back to Stripped with Allie Levine. I am so excited to have this guest with me. She is an amazing mama. She's an incredible stylist. She's got so many incredible things going on. I can't say how excited I am, but without further ado, Ashley Waller. Thank you. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you so much for coming on. Oh my gosh, of course. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. No, you're welcome. I mean, you've got so many amazing things going on. Like, you know, you're an amazing mom. You're an incredible stylist. I've been stalking your Instagram, looking at all your hair colors and of course your adorable children. But I'm just like, your hair color and your aesthetic is amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I love doing color. I used to do both cut and color, but when I started, like I, I rent my own station. So I own my own business. I've been doing that for almost eight years. And when I first started working in a salon, they were departmentalized. So I had to pick between cut and color and color for me was I'm a Pisces. So I'm like a very artsy person and color for me gave me that like artistic view of kind of doing what I wanted to do. And you know, it kind of filled my cup a little bit. So I just coloring was my thing. And I just kind of became a master at it. And I love it. I do it all the time and still work at the salon um, part time and have a great clientele. So I'm very, very blessed. That's amazing. No, and I could see that. About you. I love that you said Pisces. I'm the same way. Like I'm, I'm a cancer and I'm always looking at people's signs and like, okay, why does this resonate with this? And like, how does it line up? So I love that you said that. And you could see you're so creative. Like I was literally stalking like so many different like colors you've done. And like, I just, I love, you could see that aesthetic. Like you can see that creativity in you and me being like a stylist in clothing, you know, at first before anything else in my career, I totally like appreciate that because when you put a look together, It's like hair, makeup, and wardrobe are everything. And the hair is like the crown. It's like the icing on the cake of the outfit. So it's like, I so love your aesthetic. It's so interesting too. I feel like when you have great hair, you just feel so good about yourself. It creates like a certain form of confidence. And so I love seeing my clients when they're having like a rough day when they get their hair done, I can't tell you how many people I get actually that drive from LA to Orange County to get their hair done by me and that will cry in my chair because they just feel like no one ever gets it right. And it makes me feel so good because I just love to make people feel like beautiful about themselves, you know, and, and I get that privilege of doing people's hair. It's, it's more than doing people's hair. It's like making people feel beautiful, you know, I love that more rewarding than that. Yeah. yeah, there is nothing more rewarding. And I love you to so they cry in your chair because trust me, I've had those transformations for myself when I'm dressing people and they're like, Oh my God, like, I feel so good in this. Like, I just never knew I could look like this. And it's like, sometimes they just need that boost. And you're right. That hair, it changes everything. Like I remember when I first became a new mom and I was like, Oh my God, I don't like how I look and I don't feel good. and I don't feel pretty. And I got my hair done and it was like my whole mm-hmm. world changed. Like hundred percent. Yeah, so you get a cool. lot of moms in. Yeah, yes. I'm sure you do. Yes. And I mean, I, th- I just think it's amazing. Like, I love your aesthetic and, and how you do the color. And like, I love that you said that, that you love to make people feel good. And it, like that gives you so much joy. Because I think that like, that's such a huge testament to being a really good stylist and like why you're successful is because you obviously really love to make your clients feel good. Yeah. You know, I, I, that's also the reason, like I do a lot of IGTV videos where I do tutorials on my own hair and just kind of teach tips and tricks for everybody, like the regular individual to try and do their own hair. Cause one of the things I noticed that was like a common denominator between my clients is that a lot of people don't know how to style their hair anymore. 
And I wanted people to feel sexy and comfortable in their own hair and feel confident. So when they go out to dinner or date night or anything else, they just feel good, you know? Yeah, so no, that's amazing. I started, yeah, I started doing that just because I felt like I, I you know, it's, it's such an interesting story. My sister and I started doing updos for people when we were in high school and we started our own little company where we would do prom hairstyles for people. We'd charge $35 cash and we would be booked out. We'd have like eight people each. Everyone would come and get their hair done by us. Everyone at the high school. It was so funny. And so I always knew that I had kind of a little gift when it came to hair. And so it's just kind of been one of those things where, you know, I just, I love it. It's not really like work for me. So it's been really fun. That's amazing. I love that you like started with the whole like prom hair. It's so smart and so genius. <laughs> it's so funny. We were just trying to make a couple extra bucks, you know, our parents hey, yeah. full time, you know, we had to make money somehow. So we're like, That's hey, right. we'll do updos for everybody. And back then, you know, it was 2005, 2007, <laughs> everyone had those like funny prom updos with the curls and, you know, Hilarious. I love it. No, that's amazing. No, they totally did. I'm like envisioning that in my head. Like, oh my God, so yeah. funny. I love it. Yeah. Well, so obviously you've been an amazing hairstylist for quite some time and also a mama. How old is your daughter? She is going to be two in August. Wow. She's 22 months. Yeah, oh. she's getting so big. That's, that's amazing. Can you, cause I, of course, being a new mom myself, I'm so like inspired by you and like love how much you love motherhood. And I would just love to Thank hear you. like, you're welcome. I would just love to hear like your, like your journey into motherhood and like becoming a mom. Yeah. So, you know what? I think we talk a lot about it kind of on the Hills, the new season and yeah. motherhood for me was kind of something that when my husband, he was actually struggling with addiction when I had Delilah. So it wasn't necessarily like the most incredible time in my life. I really wanted to have a family and in a, in a weird sense, I thought it was going to fix our family and in a weird way it did, but I don't think I was like, it was like a very interesting time in my life. I probably wasn't in the best place in my life when I got pregnant, but Delilah became like a strength that I've never known that I had, you know, she really made me focus on me and being a great mom. And sometimes they give you this strength that you don't ever think that you have, but for some reason you just persevere because you're doing it for somebody else now. Um, so I had her, um, and Delilah and Jason wasn't in the best place and he ended up actually going into rehab when she was seven months old. Wow. Um, and we have like a really, it's, it, it was a very treacherous time in our life. I actually went into labor and had to put Jason in detox. He was in detox in the hospital when I had her and we had to pull him out of detox so that he could be there for her labor. So I felt honestly very alone when I was pregnant. I didn't really have anybody except for myself. My husband was very, very sick during the time of me being pregnant and I was very alone and isolated. And when I had Delilah, um, when she was about seven, I had a, a very difficult time one because I was going through a very depressing time in my life. And then you have a baby on top of it. So you're losing a lot of sleep. Breastfeeding for me was very, very difficult. I talked a little bit about it on my blog, but I'm kind of open about it. Like I had inverted nipples, which I know like a lot of people have, and it was the most difficult thing for me. And it was so painful. And there's so many other women out there that have the same thing that I did. And I felt so uncomfortable about my breasts because I felt so weird. 
and I'm like a, an open book about it. I, I, I started a blog a little bit when I had Delilah called Lila and Lou, which Delilah is my daughter and Louie is my dog. <laughs> and I talked a lot about like the trials and tribulations of having her. She was colicky until she was six months old. She didn't sleep through the night till she was nine months old. And then on top of it, I had like this husband that was really sick during the time. So it was a really challenging time in my life for sure. But it was definitely like, if I could have gotten through that, I could get through anything. So, you know, it took a little bit of time for me to get a hundred percent content and comfortable in motherhood. But I will say once, you know, Jason went into rehab when she was seven months old and, and everything kind of turned around, you know, I started going to Al-Anon and working my own program. And that was where I really began to find myself again, doing things for myself. And that's what made me become a really great mom. I always knew that I was a good mom, but you know, in the first year you're just kind of surviving and everything seems so hard. And you see all these, for me, social media was so destructive when I was pregnant. And after I had Delilah, because it made me feel so alone. Um, because everything seems so much better than what my life was, you know, like I felt like here I am this mom raising this child pretty much alone. And my husband is literally like, so in the depths of his alcoholism, it was just really rough. And when Jason finally went to rehab, you know, everything kind of shifted and turned around and such an amazing father and his life has changed so much since he's gotten sober. And, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful that Delilah was so young when all of that did happen, because I think that, you know, it, 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 it's not something that will, I think, you know, affect her, um, and everything. And I just, I just love her so much. And I just think she's taught me so much in life about how to have patience and, you know, to, instead of put the focus on everything else in the world, just put the focus back on the simple things. I think that that's like what changes you about having a kid. It's like, your perspective on life changes, you know, Completely. Yeah. constantly thinking about yourself or you want this to buy or that to buy. It's like, no, I'm not buying anything. Cause like, I want to provide for my child and you just like get this whole different mindset. Sorry. I'm going to run on a lot. I talk. No, lot, so I love what you're saying. Whatever you want. No, no. I love what you're saying because I, I'm like getting teary eyed because I'm like, you know, I so appreciate so much of you shared first off the vulnerability and like the honesty about, you know, Jason and your husband and your struggle and everything, because obviously that helps others so much that are going through their own issues and everything. And I love that you put the focus on like Delilah and her being your strength and finding that and like how empowering like it is to hear as like a new mom, but for anyone that like listens to hear like how you overcame and not only did you overcome, but like you empowered yourself and you used her as your vehicle to to do that and to be able to move forward. And like, that's so beautiful. And honestly, that's what motherhood is about. And I really appreciate that you said about social media because I felt the same way, Ashley. I went through pretty severe postpartum depression after having Amelia and it was really hard for me. And I would look at social media and I would get like so discouraged. I also had trouble nursing for months. I was like getting so discouraged looking at moms that are like, you know, Oh, look at me nursing everywhere, wherever I am. Meanwhile, me, I had to take like a pillow everywhere I went and like try to figure it out. And it was like hard. It's so hard. And then like you saying, like just the darkness of it, like I completely agree with you. Like I felt so dark. I felt so alone. My body was not bouncing back. Like long story short, I had a C-section. Like I wound up in a C-section after 42 hours of labor. Like I had a crazy birth, like, you know, so it was like all these things I wasn't prepared for. And then I look at social media and like, Hey, look at my body, check out my bounce back. And I'm like, 
fuck your bounce back. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, I can't look at your body. No offense, like no shade to other moms, but like, it's killing me inside. And like comparison is truly like the death of your soul. And so I just appreciate that you said that and shared that because it resonated with me so much. And I'm just like, I had to sign off for almost two months and just go dark and be like, Hey, listen, I can't deal, you know? And so I just appreciate that you share that. And you talk about that, like, you know, that heaviness in the beginning of motherhood. And now like, look at you and like what you're doing and all these amazing things going on. And I love that Delilah was like, just so the focus and how you said, like you went back to the basics and like focused on her and like making, you know, life better with, for her and for you and your family. And so, you know, that's just like so powerful to me. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I just, I feel like the world needs a little bit of vulnerability. I think everything is just so picture perfect right now. And like, we just have to realize that there's so much struggle out there. And if we don't start talking about it, it's going to become like this distorted vision of what reality should be. And it's okay. Like, I feel like for some reason growing up, I felt like it wasn't okay to feel the feelings that I felt. And like, it's okay to like, feel not great when you have a child. It's okay to not feel like you have that on instant connection, you know, like you're getting to know your baby. And for me, it wasn't, I think because I was in such a bad place in my life. And then I had Delilah, I didn't like, I didn't love it. Like I was like, Oh my God, like being this new mom, like I loved her and I knew that I loved her, but it was so hard for me to like feel comfortable being a mom. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have, you know, I had a few friends that had had kids, but my mom, she was a really big help, but she didn't have any grandkids. This was the first one. So you go through that whole struggle, the lack of sleep, the everything, the hormones, the breastfeeding and you know, the judgment and yeah, the social media thing for sure. I mean, it's like, I, I, it took me a year to get back to my weight that I was. And that is like, like totally fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, that's you had I a baby. Really, and I had to work really hard to get back to that. Like I went to boot camp and started, you know, that was a lot of my recovery is like, I actually started like going to this mommy boot camp and that helped me a lot. But I was having a difficult time too, because Delilah, I couldn't really take anywhere because she would just cry everywhere. And so that for me, I don't know if there's any moms out there. I know there's a lot of moms out there that deal with colic. And that is like the, it was so difficult, you know, like, I feel like it's, it's, it's so interesting, like looking back. Cause I'm like, wow, I can't believe I went through all this stuff and I made it, but then you do, and you appreciate it so much, like the struggle and all the hard work just makes you appreciate all your, your journey. You know, it it gives you more substance to your life. It gives you more of a story and it makes me feel proud of the person that I am through all the trials and tribulations I went through. So yeah. And it 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 show Delilah, like, Hey, look at me 22 months out. Look what your mom's doing and how much like we've overcome and like what we're showing you and we're teaching you. Like, that's amazing. And she's going to look back and be like, wow, look what my mom went through and did and where she is now, you know, like that's incredible. Yeah. And every mom's different. You know, for me, I couldn't, like, I went back to work after eight weeks just because it was too hard for me to stay home with her. Like I needed a break, you know, and I think that's okay. I think being a stay at home mom is the hardest job in the whole entire world. I commend every mom that's a stay at home mom. I couldn't do it because it was too hard for me. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with saying that, you know, like I, Uh I work from home, but I also like, you know, go out certain days and have to be on set and do things. And I have Mm -hmm. moments at home where I'm like, oh my gosh, do I really want to be like a stay at home working mom? Like I'm losing my mind. And then other days I'm like, I'm so thankful that I'm home. Like it's okay to feel all those things. It's like this ebb and flow. Yes. You know, I cried all week this week and I still cry, you know, because my daughter's 22 months and she's testing her boundaries and 
if she's upset with me about something, she physically hurts me because she doesn't understand how to vocally say the things and the emotions that she has. And I want her to understand it's okay to feel those emotions, but it's not okay to hurt me. And, you know, sometimes you get so upset, like, is she mad at me? Is she like upset? I've been gone all week, you know, and I just have to let it go and realize what I'm doing right now is going to benefit her in the long run. And the days that I'm with her, I'm present. And that's all I can do is just take it day by day and say, you know what, today that I'm with her today, I have the day off, which is amazing. My husband's watching her right now. I'm actually out in my car talking to you. I love it. (laughs) You know, that's just what you do. You just make it work. And you do, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things, but I'm all day today. We just had the best time. And I just try and be as present as possible, especially now with the, that we're in the entertainment world. I've, I've, I've been in it a little bit off and go since I was young, but you know, to be in the industry and working so much and on top of it, working a whole nother like real life job and my husband working a real job, there's not really a lot of time for us to just be at home with her. So in a sense, it's like you, you take what you can get and you actually make the most of it, which is great. Cause I do appreciate those moments with her so much and just watching her grow, but it's, it's, it ebbs and flows, man. It's the hardest job in the whole entire world. It really is. I, it is. And yeah. I so like appreciate you saying that because like, I even joke with my mom. I'm like, you know, my mom stayed home with my brothers and I, and I used to joke like, Oh, stay at home mom. Like, how is that a job? And now I'm like, wow, I bow down right? to you. Like bow down, right. you know, like, yes, it's crazy. Like motherhood is like you said, like ebbs and flows. It's crazy. Like our emotions have emotions. I totally feel for you. with like getting upset because other night Amelia Ray, like didn't want a nurse and like I'm I'm not like trying to wean her but I'm also not trying to like continue like forever kind of thing and I'm just like yeah. just trying to see what she does and I never thought I'd last this long so I kind of like I feel grateful but at the same time I'm like feel guilty but I'm not ready to let go it's like all of that and I'm like she went to bed without me the other night with no nursing and I bawled to my husband I'm like Justin she doesn't want me and he's like oh my gosh it's okay like you know and it's like we do we go through these emotions where like we just feel guilty about different things. And we, we question like what we do. And that was me. I'm like, well, maybe cause I was out all day. So she's mad at me. So she doesn't want to nurse. And he's like, maybe she just doesn't want to nurse. And it's like so funny how our husbands can look at it. So simple, but we, Oh my gosh. I like, know they're the, they're like the most simple people. He's like, well, just let it go. It's like, I can't let it go. <laughs> exactly. You're like, you're like, it hurts me. I'm upset. Like she hurt me today. Like I totally feel for you. Amelia just started like slapping me like when she doesn't want something. And I'm like, ow, mm-hmm. that hurts. And she looks at me yeah. like, what? Why are you upset? And I'm like, you really upset me. Like, why are you so mad at me? You know, it's yeah. like, oh yeah. Delilah's made me cry a lot. Yeah. She's, she's so strong and she looks at me with those eyes. Like she's going to hurt me and she gets so upset, you know, and it's so hard to figuring out the boundaries and everybody's so different. Like that's, what's so great too, about being a mom and parenting. It's like, there's not a rule book that says this is what you have to do, which I love. Yes. You know what? To each his own, let everybody do whatever they do that works for their family. So exactly. I don't have any judgment towards any mom that does whatever we all do it different. Not, not all of us are going to agree on what's the best or not the best, you know, but I just do whatever's the best for my family. And that's exactly. all I do. 
Yes, whatever's best for you. It's like whatever works. Like some people are all about breastfeeding. Some people aren't. Some people are all about crying it out with sleep training. Some people aren't. Like there's so many things that like go into parenthood. It's like insane. And I'm like, I mean, you know, know. we're kind of new to this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's still so much still to like do and research. And it's like, you just take it day by day, like you said, you Mm -hmm. know, and and and, like you're doing like an amazing job. I have to just say like a mom to a mom because I think you're welcome. I think we all, thank you. I think we all like, just need to hear that you know like it's just like it makes you feel good and I just appreciate so much that like you're you are so real and you share so much of that because I again I agree with you everything's so picturesque everyone's like oh look at this perfect family oh look at this perfect life and it's like no they may have the perfect photo but you have no idea what's behind that photo oh my gosh can I just talk about that for one second yes please yes we had a photo that we had posted and I almost wanted to go on social media and like talk about it but perception is whatever somebody like perceives about something. And I posted a photo a long time ago and it's like me, Jason and Delilah. Little do they know that photo. Everyone commented, Oh, it's so beautiful. You guys are such a cute family. Blah, blah, blah. That photo was taken in rehab. Like, wow. You guys do not know what is going on in anybody else's life. That's the first time Delilah had seen her dad in probably in like a month because he was in, in rehab and like she hadn't, he, that's the first time he'd probably ever seen her sober in a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just one of those things you just don't know what somebody else is going through. So before everybody, the trolls get on and start judging you for something, you just never know what someone else is going through. So just silence sometimes is key. I know. I, I love that you said that silence is key. It's so true. It's like how people yeah. think they can just say whatever they want to say, especially because you guys, you know, are on the hills and everything. It's like, but we're still people and we still like mm-hmm. are going through our own things. And I think it's great that you're so vulnerable about like what Jason went through and like what you went through and what you experienced and how your family experienced it. And like, you know, like, is there anything you'd like to share with that, like about, you know, navigating that as a wife and as a mother for someone else who might have, you know, something like that in their life that they're struggling with? Yeah. You know, I think first things first is you're not alone. There are so many people out there that struggle with substance abuse and addiction and being somebody that has been directly affected by the disease of alcoholism. There are so many women and men out there that have been in the situation that I have or are going through the situation that I am. Another thing I would say is don't be afraid to reach out for help. I think a lot of times isolating yourself for me personally was the hardest thing possible because I was living with the biggest secret of my life and people didn't know. And I was hurting and I didn't ask for help. And that was my biggest, that was, that was the hardest thing for me because the, 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 the shorter time, like the longer the time went that I didn't ask for help, the sicker that I got mentally, because it just put me in a darker and darker place. It was like, I was constantly painting this image of the way my life I thought was supposed to be, but it wasn't the reality of the situation. And eventually I ended up going to Al-Anon and I worked a 12 step program and I still go all the time. And, you know, I have a sponsor and a mentor, um, that I work with you know, and I check in with every single solitary day because it's an, it's somebody that's been through the same situation that I have that just helps me focus on me because constantly when you're in a relationship with somebody that is in the disease of, you know, addiction or alcoholism, it's very easy to all of a sudden become obsessed with their disease. You start checking up on them. You start focusing on them. You want to make sure they're not going to have that drink or whatever. And you lose, you lose your own sense of yourself because you're just focused on them all the time. What are they doing? What are they, what is this? They're bothering me. They're doing this. You know, everything becomes like this crazy controlling, trying to fix situation because you're just, you're just hurting inside. So you're trying to fix everything. Like if I do this, it'll make them happy. If I do this, they won't drink when really 
reality, you can't change people, can't cure people. And you, you just can't, you can't change anybody. They have to change themselves, but you can focus yourself, change yourself. And, you know, changed attitudes, what we say is like changed attitudes aid recovery. And that is something that is like a key in life. Like if you can change your attitude and just act as if a lot of times the situation gets a lot less heavy than it would have, if you were to ignite the situation, it's like poking the bear you know? Yeah. So for me personally, like getting into a program where I focus on me and start taking time for me instead of focusing on everybody else and every, every a lot of times you spot it, you got it right. Yes. You have an issue with somebody. A lot of times it's just a direct reflection of what you feel about yourself, which, you know, I always have issues with people. I'm, I'm not going to love everybody. Not everybody's going to love me. Like that's just the way it is. But a lot of times it's only my own insecurity that I'm portraying on somebody else because it has something to do with me, not them. Right. No, and it's a very hard lesson to learn because we never want to admit our faults. Like that's just society. Like we always say like, Oh, it's not about me. You always want to right. poke it at everybody else, but really it's a, it's a deflection. It's an insecurity thing. So, you know, that, that to me is like, talk about it. Don't be afraid to talk about what you're going through. You may be surprised, but there's a lot of other people going through what you're going through. Self-care, start doing things for you instead of focusing on the other individual, start taking care of yourself because, you know, it's one of those things where you can get very, very sick if you don't get, if you don't start taking care of yourself. So. No, I, I love that you said that because it's true. It's like, no, but that's, it, you know, people do focus on everything else. And like, even for me, like I had to go within so much after having Amelia and like realize I had postpartum depression and be like, okay, how do I work through this? And how do I navigate it? And like saw a therapist and like, you know, did meditation and still do and do the work. And it's like, you have to do the work and you have to be willing to look at yourself. And like, I really appreciate you said that. And you said like, stop poking and looking at someone else. And it's like, look at yourself and be like, okay, how do I work through this? How do I manage? So what are some of the things that you maybe do? Like besides of course, checking with your sponsor and then like self-care things that you mentioned for yourself that help you. Yeah. I mean, I love taking baths. I think that that is like just a few 15 minutes of my own peace and calm. I a love bath is the best to thing ever. Too. Yes, yes. The best. I have like lavender salts and I light a candle and then I just relax. That's like number one. I love working out. That's like my me time. So I love to go to bar and I've been doing that for a little bit. Um, anything to kind of just get my endurance up and focus on that task that I'm doing at hand instead of like focusing on the outside world. So that's really big for me in church. I mean, I like that. having a higher power for me is like a really big thing going to church and just realizing that like I can't, he can, you know, it's just, I don't have to worry about trying to fix everything and change the world because it's already planned for me. So <laughs> yeah, no, it's true though. I mean, it's like sometimes we have to remind ourselves that like there is a bigger universe and like you can only do so much. And I love baths too. I'm all about a good bath. I try to do one yes. like once a week. I'm like, Justin, you're on baby duty. I got to go take a bath. <laughs> yeah. And it's so simple. I mean, sure. I'd love to go get massages every day and get my nails done and like all that, you know, bougie stuff. I love it. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, like, just taking like a good 10 minutes of silence to myself is a way to just like change my mindset and just relax for myself. You know, sometimes I don't have time to go get my nails done. I'm so busy. I don't have time to wine, you know, wine and dine myself. So 
Yes, the bath is so nice. No, exactly. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I love, like you said, like it doesn't have to be this whole crazy full day of self care. It can just be something as simple as a bath or going to do a workout and you get that me time and then you get that reset. And I think that reset is so important because when you reset like your mind and everything, then everything else starts to flow and you can get back to what you were doing and be like, okay, I have control of this and I know what I want to do versus feeling like, for me, like I always feel like I'm spinning out of control and I have to like find that reset. Exactly. And I think too, like one of the hardest things for me as being a mom is I'm such a control freak, which is part of my disease. Like I'm a, such a codependent person that I like to be like the warrior. I like to do everything myself. I never ask for help. And that hurts me in the end because I just drain out. You know what I mean? Like I, my cup is constantly empty because I'm not asking anybody for help when in regards, I'm not bothering anybody by asking for help. If they don't want to help, they can say no. So right. I think as a mom, like it's, it's so beneficial to just ask you for help because it just helps you in the long run to just, even, even if it's, you know, my mother-in-law, you know, I love her so much. She's always, she's always there for me to help me. And I appreciate that so much. I mean, we have a nanny, which she's like an aunt to us. She's just amazing. And she takes such great care of my daughter and there's nothing wrong with having care. I don't think, I think it's been, you know, the biggest blessing to me is being able to have somebody that loves Delilah like I do to be able to keep her on the routine and play with her and show her all those fun things when I'm working because I want her to be a kid, you know, I want yeah. her to enjoy those kid things. I don't want to have to run her around everywhere with me so that she can sit in a car all day, you know, right. this wouldn't be fun for her. So no, I think that's great. And I think like help is like, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. Like I had it, I, I had to do the same thing. Like I realized like after quite a few months and getting through my postpartum depression, all these things, I was like, I need help. And like, it's okay that I'm going to ask to have some help. And like, I asked my mother-in-law cause we're from New York. So like they, you know, all our families on the East coast. And so I was like, can you please fly out and like be here to help? And like, do this and that and you know the whole thing and it's just like it's so important to be able to have that help and someone you can trust and like there's nothing wrong with like stepping out and going okay I need a minute and like I'm gonna be better for it and so therefore I have this help so you know I appreciate the yeah feedback. exactly I know speaking of help I have to go back inside now I can stay on the phone with you my husband has to go to work so oh, no mom worries. duty so we're gonna mom keep duty. finishing that, this interview with mom real duty. life right this is real yeah. life like mom IRL I, I love it I'm all about it that's what I wanted <laughs> this podcast to be about I wanted it to be about yes. real life real you know authenticity the real the raw like that's what I wanted yeah. I want you know Good. I, I'm sick of the filter and all that I'm like I want people to be vulnerable and like share their stripped down yes. selves like, yes down oh, I'm sorry that's my dog real you hi sweetie oh. yes the real it is <laughs> so yes sorry about that no you're fine it's like, I just want okay. people to be stripped down to the real them. And that's what I want this to be about is like, how do you get back to you? The real raw you, the vulnerable you, like <laughs> the real are you. Sorry, babe. No, you're, song, the, no the it's song. all good. Babe. Don't worry. Okay. Hold on one second. I know. Go. Hi. Hello. Okay. You there? Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm here. Okay. No worries. Honey, no, it's I all good. Still, it's about, it's about me. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So cute. I know. Sorry. No, it's fine. I love, I love hearing little ones. So cute. Outside, okay, Delilah? I'm going to put in Okay. You stay with mommy. Okay. Okay. Mommy's just on the phone. Okay. You want to say hi? Say hi. hi. Okay. Hi. Sorry. Keep oh going. Gosh, so cute. Thank you. So fun. 
Adorable. No, but like you said, like you want to strip back to that real raw you and that authentic self. And I appreciate your vulnerability so much of like saying like, Hey, this picture we posted, everyone thinks is so amazing. Like this is what the backstory of it was. And like, here's my real life and all of that, you know? And I think that's so important. Thank you. Yeah, it is very, very important. Yeah, daddy, daddy's going to go. You want me to get you a fruit snack? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll get you a fruit snack and we'll play blocks, okay? I love okay. it. See, sorry. this is multitasking I'm mama. Really no, sorry. don't apologize. Yeah, this is like multitasking mom. No, I honestly, Ashley, like don't apologize. This is, I love this because this is real. This is raw. This is like what life is. Like, see, even someone like yourself who's doing so many things and such, you know, an amazing mom and career, you're still having to balance it all. You're still having to jug it all. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, yeah, you're no, making it happen, not. you know? Yes, yes. And it's like, that's, that's what I appreciate. Like, I'm here Thank for you. it, you know? Like, Thank it's you. like. Good, yay. Okay. Yeah, cool. no. And I mean, so talking about that, like, obviously, you know, you're, like you said, you're new to kind of this world of being on the hills, but you've been in and out of entertainment before. So what can we kind of expect, I guess, from like you being on, you know, as this mom, as obviously a wife to Jason and all these things, like, what can we expect, I guess, to kind of see from you? I don't want to say your character because it's you, but like, I guess, you know, to expect with like the show, because I, I imagine it's going to be a lot of like your journey and like motherhood and like what you yeah. went through. And I hope, you know, I don't think it's going to touch as honestly, like as much on I think it will touch a little bit on obviously me being a mom and Delilah. She's not going to be in it too much, but she'll make a few appearances. Sure. Um, but we talk a lot. Jason and I touch a lot about our struggles and trials and tribulations and our relationship and what we've been through in the last couple of years and what that looks like. And, you know, I think that it adds a lot of dynamic to the show. Um, I think everybody's so different in the cast and you get to really see a look at everybody's individual lives. And so it's great because I think someone can at least, you know, um, someone can connect with each individual of the cast, no matter who they are, depending on what they're going through, you know? And I think that that's so great before with the old show, you just had one narrator and you kind of saw what through their perspective, the life, but now you get to see individually each person's life and, you know, everybody's in different paths in their life and all of almost all of us have kids. So it's, everybody's a different kind of mom and that's, what's so cool about it. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that, that's awesome. Exactly. And it's like you said, like the, the, like the real life and the follow-up like into like what's going on with each person. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I, and I appreciate you guys are going to be sharing like so much of that with like your marriage and, you know, the struggles with alcoholism and, you know, addiction and all that, because so many people go through that. Right. And it's so yes. important to be able to show that and be vulnerable about that. Yeah. A hundred percent. I agree. And it's never really been done before. You know, I think that's the whole reason why we decided to go on the show. It's not just, a, it's not, it, it ended up being the perfect time in our life. Not only did we want to, you know, show what addiction looks like. We just wanted people to get a better idea of what, what we're like, you know, we don't really have anything to prove to anybody or anything else. It's just, we, we really wanted to show what it looks like to be a family of somebody that struggled with mental health and substance abuse. And that's never been done before, especially having a, a wife or somebody that's directly affected by the disease. You never really, I never 
people like me don't really ever get to tell their story. You normally only hear about the addict. So I feel like it was a perfect opportunity for me to have a voice for the people out there that know somebody that's struggling with the disease or directly affected by somebody that suffered with addiction and thought, what a better platform than, you know, being able to hang out with all the Jason's friends that he used to be friends with a long time ago, you know, and kind of right. re- reconnect with people and, and everybody's in different places in their lives. And it was just like a really cool journey to see everybody and, you know, Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure it's very cool to like see everyone like evolve and the different changes and everything. And yeah, you know, some the same, like, some the same for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, are there any, any, any little, uh, like, uh, spoilers coming up with you guys being on? Or <sighs> you know what? I just think that about? the drama is like so much more real and so much more like heightened because we're, we do have so much to lose and we do have kids. And I think a lot of us, you have to remember, like when we filmed this last year, Delilah was probably your daughter's age. So like you, you know, I was just, I just stopped breastfeeding. So my hormones were crazy. Like everybody had just kind of figured out like how to do it. You know, like how do we like live life and have a social, I think that was like the hardest thing too, is especially for me and Heidi, like having a social life and leaving our kid to go and, you know, hang out with our friends was like really hard for the both of us because we, you know, when I went to work, I would always want to come home. And then when I'm home, I'm like, Oh, do I really, I would rather be spending time with Delilah because then I felt guilty and all that. Oh, kind of stuff mom guilt is so real. Yeah. But it's so important. Like I cannot stress enough how much it, it made me feel so good to like have a glass of wine with friends and just be a girl for five seconds and get dressed up. Like it felt yes. so good for my soul. You know, I forgot because, yes. because I probably would have pushed it off for a long time. I would have been like, nope, don't need to see my friends for seven years. And then I would have been sad by myself, isolated. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true though. And it's yeah. so good for you to say that to moms. Like it's so, it is such mom guilt, but it's so important to like get out and do things for yourself and get out and reconnect and be with friends and all that. Because it's true. Like I realized with my postpartum depression, I was just like continuously being in this like bubble by myself with Amelia. And like, even though I was madly in love with her, I was like hating on myself because I was like, Oh, well I don't look pretty with this and I don't want to get dressed and I don't like how this looks. And it's like, once you push past that, it's like you said, you're like, Oh, I feel pretty again. I feel like, you know, a girl having fun, my friends and having wine. So have you like, um, kind of found that relationship then with Heidi because of the fact you guys both do share so much in common? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Heidi and I were actually like pretty good friends before we started the show. Okay. Um, we had like connected because we both had kids at the same time and we had all met up as a group like prior to even filming. And then we, we would like constantly talk through social media because Gunnar's only two months younger than Delilah. So it was mm-hmm. just nice to have somebody that was literally, plus Heidi and I just have a lot in common. Like we both come from really small towns. It's just, we just kind of clicked off the bat. We both love our moms. Our moms are like our best friends. So we just, <laughs> you know, we just kind of like clicked under that and, and we still, you know, ha- are such good friends and we talk all the time and it was fun. And then Audrina on top of it, like Audrina has become, we become so close with her. You know, she lives really close to us and she has a three-year-old daughter, almost three. Well, she just turned three, Never mind. Um, and so we're going to her birthday on this weekend. And oh, so, fun. you know, yeah, it's so fun. I think. I think that's what's so cool about the sh- what happened with the show too. It's like we all connected, but then on top of it, like we all like I'm sure people probably think like you film and then you don't talk to each other, which is actually totally not true. Like 
Misha came with us to Easter service at church and, you know, we hang out with Audrina and go to her kids' birthdays and we went to Frankie's kids' birthday and I love that it. that we're all like really good friends, you know, if we're yeah. driving a couple hours to go to somebody's kid birthday party. Like we care about them. Yeah. Know? So, so I think that like we connected with a lot of, a lot of the couples this season and, you know, you know, some not as much and that's just the way it is. You right. know, I think, I think you always kind of hang, you end up hanging out with people who you want to hang out with and the people you don't, you get to a certain age where you're like, I don't really want to hang out with you. Sorry. <laughs> I don't have time for this. <laughs> totally. you know? No, but it's just life. Mom, don't you, yeah, you just that, don't like, care. So true? <laughs> like you just like, you just kind of, it's self care. It's like, okay, you're important to me and you're not, and you're not, and there's nothing against it. It's just like, I only have so much time in the day. So these are the people I want to invest in. Yeah. A hundred percent. And you want to surround yourself with people that have the same like-minded things that you do. You know, you just like, especially because my husband's in recovery, like it's so sacred to me. We've been through so much. If people don't understand it and they, and they don't respect it, then I don't really want to hang out with you. That's just the way it is. It's not a rude thing. It's just, we've been through so much that we just don't like associating with, you know, no, kind I of get it. You want, you, you don't want that stigma. <laughs> no, I, I get it. It's like, you don't want that stigma or anything. Like you want to be able to show people like, look how far we come and everything we've gone through. But at the same time, like you're not trying to spend time with someone who might judge or put something like negative in it because you're in a really good place and you're, and you're showing that vulnerability. But at the same time, like you still want to keep that in your family. I understand that. Yeah. hundred percent. So no, I think that's, that's, I mean, I think that's amazing. And I think it's amazing everything you guys are doing because he did battle you. You know, so much with substance abuse and, you know, you obviously, like you said, being, you know, his girlfriend, and his wife and, and, you know, being a part of his life, like, that must have been really hard for you. And then of course, also you becoming pregnant and now having Delilah, like that's, that's a real struggle. And you know, you guys should be, I mean, I think it's very inspiring to see the couple you guys have become and everything you're doing and sharing. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah. You know, I, we're totally not perfect. We have a lot of like, you know, we we're always working on ourselves and that's why I love him so much and why we have such a great relationship because we're constantly evolving. We're constantly working on bettering ourselves. We're constantly communicating. It's never like the perfect plateau where like right. life is just going to be perfect forever. No, oh, I mean, of course, but that's not life. <laughs> and sisters and family, like you ever argue with them? Of course, you know, you live under one roof together. It would be so silly if everything was so perfect all the time. It would just be so boring, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be totally boring. And it's like exactly what you said with like going back to social media, like everyone wants everything to be perfect. And it's like, it becomes boring. You're like, oh, look at that. Perfect. Okay. Moving on. Like you just yeah. like, keep rolling. It's like life is real. And like ebbs and flows, like you said. And I mean, listen, Jason's thriving now. And like, that's, you know, I think of course a part, a testament to him too, but a testament to you being by his side and being such an amazing wife and a rock for him. And like, you know, being that vulnerable with him and going through it. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's like this whole last couple of years and the show, like you'll see really like all the struggles we've been through is totally a testament to our love. I say it all the time, but it's like, I knew Jason was my soulmate. And I always, I, I, I always believe that someone's your soulmate when you love them, you love them unconditionally when they're at their worst, you know, like I never in my mind ever thought I would not want to fight for him. You know, obviously no, he's not that's fighting beautiful. for himself. I can't fight for him also, but you know, I think that that, that to me, it's just, he's my best friend and you know, we're thick as thieves and, and that's what you're going to see this season. So I love that. I'm excited. No, I love you we'll, said that. Like that you, you know, like that you like knew from day one. So you go, when you guys met, like you guys back, met back in like 2013, right? Oh, like 11. 2011. We've been together wow. eight years and we've been married six years this year. 
Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Congrats. No. Thank and like, you. you just knew when you met him, you just knew he was your soulmate. You know what? It's one of those things where I didn't like, I think it was, you know, when you like first meet someone, you're like, I love this person. Yes, it totally. wasn't, it wasn't like, like that. It was like, wow. Like this person makes me feel so safe and comfortable. And I feel like I've known him my whole life. It was just like that, like the planets align. And I was like, wow, I think I'm going to be with this person the rest of my life. It wow. was just, yeah, I just knew, you know, I just knew. Yeah. And then that's I, so I just believe for me personally, like when I married him, I married him. And I be- believed it was till death do us part. So that was just my belief. And I wanted to suit through sickness and health be with him. No. And that's like, I, I like think that's amazing to share because so many people like choose to walk away because things get hard and they don't want to stick by. And it's like marriage is that like you are saying like, I'm yeah, I mean, you. of course there are situations where there is, oh, you know, there's physical abuse and yes. everything else and that should not be tolerated. But I no. do think it is difficult in, in this day and age when the divorce rate, especially in Orange County is like 80% or something so crazy. It's, it's like so sad to me, you know, I mean, it's, I hope that, you know, I don't know. I, I don't even have any words. I just, I just, I value, I value my husband and my marriage a lot. And, and you so, can see that. No, and you can see that with you, you guys, like just like the way you guys make each other thrive and like that real, you know, love and, and that rock and like what you built with your family. And, and I just think that's so beautiful because I feel the same way. It's like my husband and I have had our ups and downs plenty and we've been married now for seven years and known each other for 10 and he followed me out to from New York to here. And it's like, it is so important to just keep checking back in and like being that partner and like being there for the good and the bad. And so I think it's amazing that you guys are showing like, Hey, look, we went through some crazy stuff, but like we made it out on top and we're still going and we're sharing it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Well, I know you you're with Delilah, so I don't want to take your precious mom time because I know exactly how that is. Amelia Amelia Ray is napping. Oh my gosh. I'm getting like, you know, she a good sleeper. She actually is. We, we, we sleep trained from like three months, which, you know, like, give you whatever, but I was all about it. We did the cry it out method. We did the whole thing and she's been sleeping since. So I'm like, great. I mean, I am so sad. I didn't do that with Delilah because now she's just be rocked to sleep, but she'll sleep through the night. It's just, I tell Jason all the time. I'm like, we should have let her just cry it out. Cause now if she cries it out, it's like world war three. Oh, of course. You know? Like yeah. she won't, she's too she turns old. It off. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. No, I know. Yeah. So that's like the, the one world. thing I feel like, I mean, she still has her moments, especially with teething, but like today she's taking like a real nap. So I'm, I'm able to like get things done, but like, I totally get the, like you're, you know, in multitasking mode and I thank you so much for like coming on and sharing your story and like, just oh my gosh, so of course. real and raw. Like thank I you. so appreciate it. And like, I truly like, I know I don't, I don't know you, but I like, like feel like I adore you and like, I, I love, oh, I love you, you as a mom and thank, you know, I just think you. you're amazing. Thank you so much. That means so much. I really appreciate you having me on and you know, I really can't wait for everybody to see this season and get to know me and kind yes. of just, you know, I'm gonna have to so come to Orange fun. County and like meet you in person and get my hair done because now you I'm will. like, yes, I'm like staring at your Instagram. I'm like, okay, I, I like have to come in now and like experience you and like get my hair. Oh, of course. Done, like, oh my gosh, anytime, girl, anytime. <laughs> thank you. Well, you're thank you so, so welcome for being on. Uh, you were, you know, truly amazing. Have a great rest thank of your you. time with Delilah. Thank and, you uh, so much. Good luck with everything and thanks again. Thank you. Can you say bye?
Say bye. Say bye. Bye, Delilah. Say and bye, your middle bye. name, Delilah, is my daughter's middle name. I love it. Ray. Oh, I love it. Can you say bye? Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. Thank you so much. Okay. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you. Bye.